Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Who has more pressure on Sunday, Houston or Cleveland? Oh, Ken's got a new hobby. I can't believe how much time it consumes, and apparently it's even bothering him in his mental state weeks afterwards. It's not a new hobby. It's, it's an old hobby. I'm just now telling you about it. All that, and is there going to be another super team, a Death Star in college football? It's the Emerging Podcast Scene, presented by Extend Technologies on 92.3 The Fan Extra. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Yeah, I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. Bring up this house money scenario. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies, $139 a month. You oh, can get the Lima and Carmen package. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You can watch your rival win a national championship on 100 inches. That's not the way to sell that. Is that Jesus. what the house money you're talking For everybody? about? everybody. <laughs> that is not the house money I'm talking about. Bring yeah. up the house money scenario again, please. So I talked about the stakes moments ago. I tweeted because we talked, we talked through it on the air about, hey, it's house money. It's house money. The Nathan Zagura goes on afternoon drive yesterday and says, uh, the players think they're going to win and they think they're going to win the next game and they think they're going to win the next game and they think they have a shot to win the Super Bowl. Um, that's what NFL teams think. Fans can think whatever they want. I mean, there's positive fans, there's negative fans. That's been a theme of the show forever. Mm-hmm. Do, do, are you overconfident? Are you underconfident? You know, are, are, do you think people are sleeping on your team? That's always a fun thing to discuss, but that's different from the actual players. And in this case, I see a lot of Browns fans saying, ah, we made the playoffs successful season. It has been, without a doubt, a successful season. But a lot of successful seasons in the NFL – turn into horrific playoff experiences that they remember for years down the road. I mean, my God, was it the Houston Texans that made the playoffs, had no business making the playoffs one year, and then Brian Hoyer had to start their playoff game against Kansas City, and he threw like four or five interceptions? They also had a rookie. I forget. TJ Yates? Yeah, TJ Yates. TJ Yates. You can have a successful season that ends in despair and humiliation (laughs) in the playoffs. And it always kind of clouds that entire season. It kind of does. Because it's like, hey, you know. It's kind of like dating back in the old days where uh, I don't care who you are. I mean, unless you are, uh, you know what? I'm sure John Holmes back in the day had some strikeouts. Like, (laughs) you know what? Yeah, you know what? Uh, Night ended a little bit quick, but uh, still uh, ended up on the winning side. So, you know what? The hell with it. Like, you look back on it now. Like, why was I like that? Like, yeah, I get that. And, and the fact, what's different about 2020 is that year, 
most people, we didn't, by the way, but most people were like, uh, Pittsburgh started the season 11 and 0. They're the better team. Thank God they've we got didn't. Big Ben. Best take we ever had. Baker is a rookie or a second year player. Like, Best come take on. we ever had. And Kevin Stefanski, first year, rookie head coach. And then we kick their freaking asses. Like, you're going to say you, the other word. You don't know how this stuff is going to play yeah. out. And as much as we think we're going to win, we're only, by the way, what, two and a half point two favorites? Two and a half point favorites. It's not like, do you see the spread in Buffalo and, and, and Pittsburgh? What are those? It's nine and a half. Whoa. I've seen ten and a half. Ten and a half? Dude, that's a a mismatch. That's an NFL playoff mismatch. They're not saying that about the Browns and the Texans. I got it. I I don't gamble, but if I did, yeah, I'd have to take Pittsburgh. So this is different from 2020 where Browns fans were playing with house money. They truly were. Now, I don't get the house money thing considering we've got the better defense. We've got maybe the best defense in football. Our offense has been humming. And I know Houston's had a good offense, too. But our offense, the stuff that Flacco's doing is incredible. They've got the rookie coach. They've got the rookie quarterback. Do we ask tomorrow? Their best if, receiver has been gone for for weeks. Is it? Do we ask tomorrow if this is already a successful run? Sure. I do think it's been a successful run. I think you think it's Owen, been a successful run. Can you text run. that to the group when you get a chance, please? I'm I know you're having. Right I know now. you're having a cup of soup, which is good. I just want somebody to remember it because I'm looking at the, the stopwatch over here but to make now, sure. You're the fa- you are favored to go on the road and beat an inexperienced bunch where many of their guys have never tasted any of this. You've got their offensive coordinator interviewing for head coaching jobs or at least being uh, in discussion for those jobs. Uh, so there have been a number of distractions. they got to worry about getting their families the playoff tickets. Uh, they they probably celebrated like they won the Super Bowl last week. Mm. That happens sometimes, you know, young teams. So there's a lot of stuff going the Browns' way this week. And if you win, now we're talking about one win away from doing something we haven't done in 35 years, which is go to the AFC Championship game. Think about how amazing that would be. And, of course, if you go into Baltimore or you go into Buffalo and win the following week, you are going to say, hell, we're winning the Super Bowl. First enough not- is enough. We're going to win the Super Bowl. We're going to the first Super Bowl in the history of the Browns. So for anybody to say, eh, it's house money, we'll be happy either way. No, you will not. You won't be happy. You won't be happy at all. Not to mention the players. Now, I brought this up during the show. You've got Miles Garrett in year seven. You've got Denzel Ward in year six. You've got Flacco in year 18. You've got Tomlinson in year 10. You've got Zadarius Smith in year whatever. You've got all these vets who have been around for your kicker, Dustin Hopkins, if he's able to play, hopefully, year 10. You've, just, got, you've got all these players that they don't know when they're going to be back. Don't you think Baker Mayfield and Nick Chubb Thought they were going to be back every year in yeah. 2020. Yep. Well, Baker is back, finally, on a different team. Who would have thought that? Not good for him. And Nick Chubb is not back. Kind of sucks for Nick Chubb. And it's been how many years? Will he travel with the Browns? Yeah, I bet he will. I think so. so technically I mean, he's if back. he can smash a guitar into a speaker. Yeah. I mean, God, Nick Chubb will probably try to play in this game. He tried like the like the uh, running back from the <laughs> Washington Huskies last night. <laughs> I felt so bad. We, that's another discussion. We didn't even get into it. We but, will. But Nick Chubb thought he would be back, and who knows if Nick Chubb will ever truly be back. That's why you can't take these things for granted. You have this opportunity. Win the damn thing. Like, you're just as good. Listen it's to this not guy. like you it. have no chance. That's the thing. You're not nine and a half, ten and a half point underdogs. You're supposed to win this week. And then the following week, yeah, you'd be hefty underdogs if it's Baltimore. What would you be? 
six point dogs, mm-hmm. seven. Especially if you're going to Baltimore, yeah. Especially if you struggle this week if it, and you barely win. And a half. So why not? That's why the house money thing. I think when you really talk it through, I thought house money. If you would have told me the day that Watson, that news came out on that whatever day it was that he's out for the year, it was Wednesday, November fifteenth. Black Wednesday. Well, guess what? At that time, I thought house money. If you made the playoffs, things have changed. New information. New information. We have new information. You gave me my first knot in my stomach over the game Saturday, ten twenty three a.m. Just thinking about it, I my I got that knot feeling in my stomach. I go, oh boy. Think about the difference between a win and a loss. We'll talk about this tomorrow. Mm-hmm. A win means all the things we just set up. Incredible. We are going to have so much fun. Oh, this it's enti- center of the group. This entire town. I told you. Noodles. That is a never-ending cup of soup. At the li- it smells so good. Looks it so does. Good. At that little tots thing we we paid to have Izzy at. $130 a month. $130 a month. Oh, was I not supposed to say no, that? No, it's fine. You can dump it. It's $130 okay. a month. Uh, I'm telling you, eight of the kids at Brown's here on. Like, dude, this town, we're one win away from it. Can't being end it. Can't Defcon. end it this Can't soon. end. Because remember, the difference is if you lose, you're the first team eliminated. All the Pittsburgh fans get to sit there and laugh oh, at you. My oh, God, we're still you're around, right. and you're down. You're out. You're still around. Oh, God. Oh, what a great season you guys had. Now oh, I have a second knot. All the magic of the Browns. Tell me about Flacco. Tell me about the greatest defense. And now they're sitting home. At, at 8 o'clock on Saturday night, you're the first team gone and what do we do now? Who's the quarterback next year? Well, we know who the quarterback's going to be, but those discussions start the minute it ends. And this magical season Stefanski had, when you lose to a rookie coach, a rookie quarterback, I'm sure there are going to be some controversial calls uh, that, that, that maybe Stefanski made. Maybe he ran a reverse for Elijah Moore, didn't work, and then you lose the game. What are we going to be doing on Monday? Going after the coach again. Because that's, no. that's not a Cleveland thing, by no. the way. That's an every town thing. When you lose a playoff game, it's always the coach's fault. Oh, especially close game. God, no. Well, I already forgot what I wanted to bring up on the show tomorrow because Owen's still eating a cup of soup. <laughs> I know, and there's no audio recording of this to go back. Well, I hope you go back to it. I hope Mitch is listening. He's got that. the bottomless ramen noodles. Is, is Mitch on, listening? Man. That's the biggest cup. That's It's, it's a standard cup, but it seems to be Stanley size cup right. an endless cup of, of noodles. Oh, now he's eating the carrot one at a time. God, I hope you choke. Um, I'm living healthy. Are you? My dehydrated carrot bit. I said to Owen today, you know, I know I'm starting to get older. You guys are going to laugh at me here because I know what it looked like. There are certain things I can't eat for lunch anymore, and I can't even attempt to eat for lunch anymore. That's it. I got too much to do in the day. Like Mexican, still on the table. Still on the table. If you do the right thing. I have if some I have the right that. thing, <laughs> that's fine. It's not been going well for me. For me, it's still on the table. Yeah. Burgers, like I can't have burger with bacon and yeah. all this stuff on. Like, nope, can't happen. Uh, potatoes of some sort, like man, salad is in, but I don't want to eat salad every single day. Wow. Sandwich is in, but I don't want to eat like a, a, a plain sandwich Just a every cold single day. Lunch meat sandwich. Yeah, like, but but you it's know what? Be a wrap. Not it's even that. I think it has lunch. to be wrapped. I think it has yeah. to be a wrap because. I never liked bologna, so I never would eat bologna. I mean, I probably did as a kid, but, you know, not anymore. I only like it fried. Yeah, but Newfoundland steak, if you want to, <laughs> if, if we're in Canada. There are certain things that I can't eat, and uh, I waved bye-bye to cup of soup. Oh, well, I told you, I had... It was a go-to for so many years. I went on vacation. I had a vacation. I had a staycation here a couple years ago, and um, 
this is not good to admit. I had like two of the bowl. They sell like individual bowl now. Like, and right. it's like spicy chicken. Da, 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 da. It's a little more dressed up. I had two of them. I thought I had to go to the hospital. Well, I understand that those portion sizes are bigger as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. And you know, so you're really having two cups of soup is one thing. Yeah. Having two of the bowls, which is really like one and a half cups. Yeah. I was, uh, and they put a little more kick in there and those type yeah. of things. A couple of months ago, I had one packet, and I did not feel right the next day. And I said, "We're done. <laughs> We're done. Can't do it." I used to yeah, be able to really, pound anything. Boy, I had an well, iron you're young, stomach. But you're young. You don't you don't think about that. Maybe it right. doesn't really happen to you. Maybe your organs can fight it off, and everything inside of you. You're, you're a young. Esophagus. Uh, now today, you're thinking about how something is going to react. Like three days later, it is crazy the difference. I, I'm just telling you, I had a packet. Just a regular cheapo packet of soup. We keep them. We keep our soups up in the commissary just in case mm-hmm. one of the children need to make a trade for something. But because uh, <laughs> so many of my kids, that's an easy, and now they're old enough to use the stove so they can just heat up the water or whatever. Yeah. We had rotisserie chicken Thursday night. I took the leftover chicken bits. Are those still five dollars? Uh, at most places. How yeah. is that the one thing that's been recession proof? Although I think they've gotten smaller as the times have gone on. Oh, they but probably are. They're probably Cornish, well, no, because you had history Cornish game hands now. <laughs> I could guarantee. Well, there, well, there's probably a reason why, but nobody wants to listen to it. Like you're probably eating yeah. them younger. Yeah, that's more of a. So they're uh-huh. not going to be bigger. Or things don't even get a chance to have a life it's, to see a Browns playoff run. You saw the war- <laughs> That's how we're supposed well, to end the podcast. Not the chicken wars. <laughs> that, not during it. <laughs> the younger they are. Uh, no, but. <laughs> if the Browns lose, have- that's what I'm going to say. Like, hey, man, there was a hog that was slaughtered and yep. it, it wasn't bothered at all. By no, I didn't care. We had leftover carrots and, and corn and I poured it in the Raymond with the. Look at you. With the chicken, with the rotisserie. I mean. That's one that gets you through the sodium chunks that are in there. Uh, well. Real quick, I, I know we got other sports. Well, I'm going to bring up the Death Star here in a moment, but I have something personal I have to oh, bring yeah. up with everybody. I, I was just going to say, and it made it food for thought, uh, okay. literally speaking, food for thought. Uh, I saw a TikTok the other day about how you didn't realize as an adult, food would become the only thing that matters in life, meaning yeah. what you pay for food, uh, how long it takes to prepare the food, yep. what you're doing for the food for the week what you're doing for your kids and their food, yep. and then it's rinse and repeat every single day, and you realize how much time the food component, and we're not even hunting the food. I mean, imagine if you are then hunting the food like well, you're we supposed to. we wouldn't be able to. to do this. Then you have no time to do anything else because that becomes your full day's affairs. For you guys who have never hunted, it is hard. I do think we should do the podcast from a tree stand. <laughs> I'll do it. We're making too much noise. Not going to be able from to. A duck blind. And they're going to smell the equipment. It doesn't matter. I could be they stone are, silent. They, they know I ain't getting them anyway. They know it. <laughs> I have something to tell you, and I have an admission here. I just, I guess, I should say. I think I'm taking my video game too seriously. Oh yeah. I think I'm taking it way too seriously. So you brought up today that there are like who's Ken really a fan of? Ken, you say you don't like Michigan, but. And I went on a tangent, and I said, listen, I went to Akron. I want Akron sports to do well, even though it seems that seems like the school really doesn't want anything to do with me. But that's a totally different <laughs> conversation for another day. Well, it's not like I'm going to give them money, so I don't know well, what there the— There are some at that yeah. school that would love for you to— Well, no, but I've already—I've sp- spoken to the radio station and the people there. They, they sent me a thing for their 60th anniversary, and it oh. got buried—but it got buried— in my email, and then by the time yeah, I that's answered, why. and it got buried it's a for a couple streak. I think it got buried for a few weeks, but by the time I answered, they never answered back, and so that was it. 
but I I got nothing against them. It just seems to be that they don't want anything to do with me, and that's fine. And you know, it kind of sucks, but that's the way it goes. Maybe they're ashamed of me. I have no idea. But uh, I I I kind of was getting into it with some people online about this is totally different because they go, why don't you like Ohio State? And I go, I I don't hate Ohio State. I just used to be a fan, but I went to Akron and. You know, Ohio State never put money into my pocket, and people immediately went, well, uh, Akron took money out of your pocket, mm-hmm. and they put it in theirs. I go, I earned a degree from Akron. I still have a network of people that are alums that I got to meet through there. I have people who work in television and radio and in and, and movies who, if I really needed something, might be contacts for the future. Like, that's part of it. So I feel that there was a trade in uh, in, in goods and services. Now, because I've said that, I really wish I would have majored in something else because I I don't know if this is the most stable thing to major in, but that's a totally different conversation. However, I like, I've told you because of my moving away from, from Ohio State fandom, it's made me a better overall college football observer. But also I think it's made me more psychotic in a lot of ways. I used to be a psychotic Ohio State fan, and I would, if I'd play NCAA football, it would be only Ohio State. That's it. I would not be any other team. You've always been Minnesota, right? No. Uh, I've had several other dynasties in the past, but when I bought the game back and decided, you know what, I'm going to play NCAA football. I've been Minnesota here over the last, um, this will be my fifth season of my current dynasty. I was Kansas State a while ago, but then I moved and I said, you know what, new town, new Ken. You moved out of the Little Apple? Yeah. I moved from Ridgeville to Streetsboro. Mm. So for the last uh, four seasons, I've been Minnesota. Which, by the way, that game, I've noticed if you take the wrong job, you ain't getting Ohio State or Notre Dame or anything you want. You ain't doing it. It's like the real life. Yeah. No, it's like, well, no, because like if if P.J. Fleck turned in a 10-win season, maybe not this year, but a couple of years ago, it's like, hey, when's he going to go to Michigan? When's he going to yeah, go to Ohio State? When's true. he going to go to somewhere else? Now it's different where it's like, okay, you've been there and kind of they're looking in other directions. Unfortunately, same thing with our friend, which according, but I think to him, it's not an unfortunate thing at all. I mean, they're both millionaires for crying out loud. So what's the joke on in the game? So I started out as, all right, I'm going to work my way up. I'll be the offensive coordinator, quote unquote. This is again, we're talking about fake games here, you know, play make believe Uh, offensive coordinator, New Mexico. From the bottom, I should have taken a higher a higher position as an OC. Instead, I went Wyoming, head coach Wyoming, won the won the Mountain West with Wyoming. Then I accepted Minnesota. I think it. Ju- I think the game's just like you're a you're a Big Ten coach now. That's it. So when you do the coaching carousel, like you would, would you leave Minnesota for Tennessee? Probably. Okay. Would you leave yeah. Minnesota for USC? Yeah. Of it over, it passes you up. I'm like, wait a minute. I was in the national championship game. It passes you up. <laughs> That's it. Wait. That doesn't make sense. It though. doesn't make sense at all. And then I've I've thought about this. What about Washington's coach? Coach for the national championship yesterday. Oh, people, people are talking are like, about him to the NFL. Could he go to Michigan? People are talking about Caleb DeBoer, uh, DeBoer to the NFL, which is a possibility. Yeah. How about this though? So national championship game gets brought up. I'm Minnesota, I'm number one in the country, taking on Notre Dame, number two in the country. This is at the Orange Bowl. I always click on it. It tells you who Herb Street's taken. They're ta- he's taken Notre Dame. Of course he is. Now, there's games that longtime NCAA football players know. 
if the computer's going to beat you, the computer's just going to beat you. There's nothing you can do about it. You can hit reset, and sometimes the computer will reset it, and you can beat mm-hmm. the computer. But there are certain games. I remember when I was when I had came- hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Kansas State is a as a dynasty. This is how serious I take it. I almost said when I was at Kansas State, I've never been further west than Missouri. When, when I had Kansas State, Texas A&M, every other season I would play at Texas A&M, I'd get beat by 30. You'd throw an interception. You'd fumble. They were scoring on stupid plays like, the computer is winning. You are not. You're going to deal with this. That's the way it was. And it'll do that still, even when I have Minnesota. But it's a national championship game, right? And I'm like, all right. So I start playing the national championship game against Notre Dame. I'm noticing, like, all right, this is still a difficult game. It's a national championship game. The computer's going to make it very difficult on you. I took the lead 21-20. And I'm like, here we go. Time to pour it on. Through a couple of picks. Defense makes a stop on, you know, they get a field goal. They take the lead, throw another pick in my own territory. And I'm like, defense has to be gassed. And it shows you defense is gassed. It's still kind of realistic in that way. This is where it got bad. I am down by five. I can get this ball back. I can go down. I can score. It is third and three. I got two timeouts left. You with me, Tone? I'll, Mm -hmm. I'll shut up. It's third and three. And for whatever reason, and this is where I'm, I've been kicking myself over the last two weeks, I decide I need these timeouts. I don't call a timeout, and they're doing hurry up. So Notre Dame goes hurry up, so they're just going to the line. I stay at a nickel defense with a blitz, a run blitz, quote-unquote, to go and stop it. And I'm going to keep my final timeout. I'm going to call timeout after I stop them on hopefully fourth and one. Get the ball back. I'll have one timeout left to try to go down the field and score and, and win this football game, right? They run off tackle to the left. They, they go to the line. They run it all the way down to two seconds left. Goes off tackle to the left side. Scores. That's it. I got my two timeouts left, and I'm down by what's seven plus five? 13. 12. 12. It is. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. 7 plus 5. Yeah. Sorry. I'm not good at math. And I go, you are an effing moron. How do you not call timeout, preserve that time, set up a defense that'll stop the run? They're not going to pass on you. Set up a defense and give yourself a chance. You're not going to have timeouts left. You're going to burn that timeout anyway. You're going to burn that timeout anyway. Tone, two weeks 
over two weeks now, I've been sitting there, and at certain times I go, how did you not think <laughs> to do that? Still belaboring. In a video game. I lose it. We get the ball back, what right? What's your life, man? I don't know, man. What's your life that this is... We get the ball back. Oh, it's a blessing when you oh, think about my. it. I get the ball back. I throw a bomb. Score. We don't get the onside, onside kick. That's, That's it. it. 40 to 35. Notre Dame's won their first national championship since 1988. And I can only watch the confetti go off and walk off the field. Do they force you to watch it? They do. Yeah, I couldn't hit X. I couldn't get out of it. <laughs> it's like, you're going to sit there and you're going to watch it. I went into the bathroom. I, I was Disgusting. like, I got to pee. I got to get out of here. Who are the announcers? Uh, I don't I don't put the announcers on because I get frustrated. Oh, okay. Because they'll, they'll say things and I go, nope, I'm just going to hear the stadium noise. That's it. And it was, I was giving up first downs because my defense is really, usually really good. I play eight minute quarters, Heisman, and my defense is usually in the great. Top mode. Yeah. And uh, my running game is usually really good. It wasn't this last season. I had a lot of injuries. And, th- I mean, if you got a 70 running back, it's going to play like a 70 running back, well, not like you're 90. Might have been your run fits, though, too. It might have been my the offensive run fits. Run fits. Yes, the run fits are This everything. is an interesting concept we've heard. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, two weeks, a tone going on two and a half weeks mm-hmm. ago. How do you not do that? How do I not call the timeout and set my defense up, make a stop, get them fourth and two, call timeout again and go, all right, you can go for it, or you can punt it and put your defense on the field. The video game would have punted it. Yeah. Guaranteed. Oh, yeah, the video yeah. game's from 2014. Football was different then. There's no way they're going for it. What was I thinking? Guy goes for like a 40-yard touchdown. It's going to torment you for many years. Maybe you'll learn from this mistake, Kenny. Does anybody really care Maybe about the this clock story? What's going to happen is... Young Axel's team will be playing for the championship in sixth grade, and you're going to flash back to that time. Mm-hmm. And you're going to go, boys, rally around. We're taking a timeout. Let me give you a little scenario of what's about Think to Think about Michigan. They, I guess everything is a learning learning. Michigan remembers what it was like to get drilled a few years That's ago, right. then last year to lose Good the point. way they did to TCU in agonizing fashion. J.J. McCarthy Good point. there on his knees as the confetti continued to pour down, and he soaked soaked it all up, took it all in, and used it as motivation to win the national championship the very next year. A fairy tale story tale that, of course, doesn't even begin to describe the hellacious cheating scandal that beset uh, that great program. Am I pathetic for feeling that way two and a half weeks later? No, I, 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 I think it eats at it's you. It's a video game. So imagine if you were really a coach. Like, imagine you're playing fake coach. Imagine if you really had to do it, and you don't get to just reboot the season the next day mm-hmm. and say, all right, Strap in, it's the weekend, or it's holiday weekend. Well, I haven't started a new season yet, but yeah. no. But but what I'm saying is, now I challenge you had to wait you. a whole year, you know how long that is? I challenge you, imagine you're really a coach, and you come down with a sickness, and you're not even allowed to travel with the team. Oh, boy. And they go win a playoff game yep. without you. And, you get no and then credit. they lose without you. You get no credit for it. I should have said that this morning. But <laughs> that you, whole long story probably would have got people yeah, clicking and out. And now Definitely he's had to wait. Me clicking off. Now he's I had to wait to three seasons. To be able to get back, I, I I've decided to do a caveat because I've you guys are gonna you're gonna call BS on this tone. No, never. I like <laughs> I've read about Minnesota. I like Minnesota. I kind of want to visit Minnesota, uh, which by the way is a Beautiful possibility campus. now. We know well. Yeah, Owen's been there. Owen's actually been times, to U yeah. of M. So I because we know somebody who knows somebody who now has a satellite situation in downtown Minneapolis. I could visit Minnesota if I wanted to. I want to visit Minnesota, but I've promised myself this. If the game were to offer Notre Dame or Ohio State, I'd have to go. And I mean, or Ohio State from Ohio. Mm. If it were to offer Michigan, I can't go to Michigan because 
remember, Minnesota and Michigan play for the LeBron Jug. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd be a turncoat in Ohio and Minnesota if I failed at Michigan, which is a video game, so I wouldn't. But if I did, I, I'd, I'd have no home to go to. Bo Schembechler There's no coached home. at Ohio State. Huh. He was an assistant, though. He wow. wasn't the head coach coaching against them mm-hmm. and then went to Michigan. Minnesota, even though Minnesota-Michigan is not Ohio State-Michigan, yeah. you can't leave Minnesota and go to Michigan when they play for the LeBron Jug. And Oof. I've beaten Minnesota, or Michigan PJ in incredible Fleck fashion. is going to say, you try to stop me. But his home is not in, his home is not in Ohio. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So as Kenny Carmen from Canton, Ohio, if I went to Michigan... I'd be turning my back on Ohio, and I'd also be turning my back on Minnesota. If I went there and failed, I can't stay at Michigan. Could, could Matt can't Campbell go, back go to, to Iowa? No. Why not? He would never. What if they I mean, let money his, talks. I mean, if they what were if to they offer let a his whole family be on the staff the way they did at Iowa? Will they let my son be on the staff? Yes. Okay. Well, then maybe I think about it. Well, he'd let my son probably be on the staff anyway, at Iowa State, anyway, so I mean, yeah, what the hell? That's true. So, sorry to tell that whole big story to just to get to this. 12-team playoff coming up. I think NIL has changed the way college football is going to be played now. Is the day of the Death Star team over? So I, I have We're no brought idea. to you by Extend. Yeah, I have no idea what to expect because already really good established coaches don't know what to do with NIL. Like, they're all just guessing. And how many coaches are even trying to start like an incoming freshman or to have an incoming freshman come in and hope they sit a year behind your established veteran that you've plucked from the portal. So that's the first thing. Is there I think any specific position that this applies. Well, to? we don't have, we don't have enough years of best practices to be formulated yet. So a lot of teams, I use the term flailing away and I, I includes Alabama. I mean, it'll include Michigan. Once McCarthy leaves, like everybody's trying to figure out, Okay, my season's over. We didn't win the championship, or maybe even if we did. Now our quarterback's gone. Do I elevate a guy that's already here? Or do I go around the country, a guy who's proven at another program, and I just get to pluck him? But then I might lose the potential of this five-star coming in that doesn't have a track record. Yeah. Am I stable enough? Am I secure enough in my role to be able to do that. This is what Ryan Day just had to figure out. All right, Kyle McCord had a decent season. I didn't see much progress throughout the year. I didn't see much development. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's on McCord. Maybe that's on Day and the staff. Played better against Michigan than Michael Penix. Sorry, he did. it's the truth. Yeah, that's a fact. Boy, yep. boy, that's interesting. Yep. So McCord is basically told, hey, you can stay here if you want, but we are pursuing other options. All right, in reality... I made it sound a lot nicer than it probably was told to him, which is, we'll we'll make a phone call. Where do you want to go? What what is what's the type of program? What kind of money are you looking for? Because Ohio State basically they were going to cut off the well, and they were not going to give him a legitimate shot to really win the competition next year. Probably not. So then it's okay. We have this Aaron Nolan, this this big five star recruit. Uh, quarterback wise, was he number three in the country? I don't remember. Yeah, what it was. somewhere around there. Um. I watched him, and he looks like he has the delivery of Terrell Pryor. But I thought more Vince Young. Maybe Vince Young. Um, He's got to put some weight on, man. Yeah, He's got to sure. get some muscle. It's going to take a year. Sure. But you just lost to Michigan three straight years, and now Michigan won the national championship. If you're Ryan Day, okay, Kyle McCord, we're moving on from that. What about Nolan? 
Mm, are you going to risk? Are you going to risk him coming in and making the rookie mistakes, making the freshman mistakes? Uh, is his body even ready for this? Mentally, is a freshman ready? Well, you just saw McCord and how that worked out with him and the campus and this crazy nut job fans at Ohio State. You knew that was going to end badly, and of course it did, like everything. Is a freshman going to be able to handle that if he loses a couple games early that he's not supposed to? So let's keep going. Where do we go? Oh, okay, Will Howard. Kansas State had some duds but had some amazing moments too. Do we want to go that route? Like, this is not easy. These are not easy decisions for a coach because we have no pattern yet. There is no official right way. There may never be an established right way to do things because you've never had this many options. In the past, you recruited, if you're Alabama or Ohio State, uh, all right, who are the top 10 quarterbacks in the country? All right, we're going to get him. We're going to get him. And then the next year, we're going to get him. All right, we are we out? Are they willing to compete? Do we have one guy transferring out? That was how it worked. And then you let the guys compete and figure it out over the course of time. Yeah. Now, it's not the 10 high school quarterbacks you're looking after, and you're still looking at some of those. You're looking at every guy that started and, yeah. and the top 10 guys that actually played college football yeah. last year. And you, you, you might have some opponents that shared opponents and big-time programs and hostile environments. But what are you supposed to do? Who are you supposed to take? You have to trust your gut. And, you know, Ryan Day hasn't been doing this that long. He's not been a head coach that long. Is his gut refined enough to know who can what work in his, his staff? System? What about his staff and what you well, see out of a quarterback, what you think is yeah, going to work out of a quarterback? What's happening with the staff right now? There is some turnover. They're, get, they're getting uh, what could be an overhaul. So obviously he doesn't have the confidence in those guys. So this is not an easy deal. I've never and that's seen just quarterback. a quarterback. We're not even talking about all the other positions. Some of this stuff, I mean, I can't be, I can't give warnings because you're still Ohio State. So part of me wants to go, man, you're really grinding over a guy who's only lost eight games. Like, yeah. you're really grinding. Because I think a lot of people are looking for, like I asked you, are you going to pull against Ryan Day to have a new coach? I think people are looking around the corner going, man, if you lose one to Maryland, if you lose one <laughs> yeah. to, you know what I mean? If, if the impossible happens, yeah. then it gives them every reason to move on. And I'm going, what, what a level of success. And I'm just going, man, you just can't lose three in a row to, 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 Michigan, to Michigan. You can lose two. Yeah. You can't lose three. And I kept going back to you this morning about, I put Lincoln Riley and Ryan Day in the same category. You can go out and get guys who fly all over the place, but if you are not good on the interior, you are going to get beat really doesn't by teams that are really good on the interior. It really doesn't matter. And exactly when Lincoln right. Riley was at Oklahoma in the Big 12 with, with Texas trying to come back and struggling at that time, you can get away with that in a conference like the Big 12. He's not getting away with it in the Pac-12, and he ain't going to get away with it in the Big Ten. And Ryan Day is not getting away with it in the Big Ten because there's a team that has found it, and you look at what Michigan does. It's the same thing that Georgia prides itself on. It's the same thing that Alabama prides itself on. You have Jalen Milrow, a guy who, didn't they bring in some guy who was playing lacrosse now or something to compete against him? And they got to the semifinal championship game where a lot of people might say they have no business. Georgia. Georgia has... What's that guy's name? Lad? 
Ernie Ladd. Ladd McCock, who will be – he's going to end up being a, a good wide re- – he's going to end up being an NFL wide receiver. I mean, Bill Belichick's probably going to be gone at some point. But he's going to end up being a decent enough wide receiver. they got Brock Bowers. But you look at the defensive studs that they've had uh, on their on their defensive line over the last couple of seasons. Ohio State, you need to be in that level because Michigan is in that level because they will still beat you in that, that case. But my conversation was – you know, we saw Alabama, with the exception of Ohio State, and then I got disappointed by Ohio State because I thought, man, you could you could play at that level in 15. The 14 team was great, but that 15 team, I thought, coming back, could have repeated. They should have repeated. Ohio State could have been that way. They weren't. Alabama has been that way. Georgia won two in a row. It's hard to win three. Nobody's done it since, like, Minnesota in and the really, 1930s. really, Georgia was probably the best SEC team this year, right? Fair enough. It's kind of funny. Yeah. They lost on a miracle play. They were the best team in the SEC, but, so that should have been three straight years. But with NIL and with a 12-team playoff, I don't think there's a Death Star team anymore. Mm. I don't know if we're going to see that. Like, yeah, Alabama's still going to be good. Georgia's still going to be Georgia. Like, right now, if you were to pick next year's national champion, who would you pick? Angle be Michigan. I ain't picking yeah. Michigan. Yeah, probably Michigan not. will make the playoff, obviously, but I mean they're losing a bunch, but they got some. They got some young people. Thought they were all seniors, and the story of the seniors coming back is a big story. They had a ton of seniors. Texas, Texas defensive there line might was be, nasty yeah, this year. There might be, but uh, they got they do have some pups at Michigan that are pretty good too. But I'm not yeah. picking Michigan to repeat. Like I pick Georgia right now if I was picking anybody. Uh, I, I mentioned it during the show. But two out of three would that be Death Star to you? So maybe that goes right against death my argument. Star, you're telling me that. You don't think it'll be like that 2018? So the 2018 Alabama team, mm. like just nobody can hang with their stuff. 2020, if it All weren't right. for COVID, I mean that was a team that wasn't going to lose to anybody. Yeah. Yeah, we, and we've had some of those SEC teams that were built so strongly on the inside. Then all of a sudden, Nick Saban realized, oh, I have to have good quarterbacks, too. And so he started getting the best quarterbacks that were both dual threat. Mm-hmm. They could pretty much do it all. And then, you know, Georgia. Georgia's story is incredible over the last three years. And it's, again, amazing that they lost that SEC championship. So they were done. I said, I mentioned it on the show. People think, again, 2014, they think of Cardell Jones. Mm-hmm. Ezekiel Elliott, final three games of the season, Wisconsin, Alabama, Oregon. 230 yards Jeez. against Wisconsin, 230 against Alabama, 246 oh my in the God. title game. That was, I mean, Cardell was great. We've had him on the show. He's talked about the collective. If he was a bowler, he'd be amazing. <laughs> this is insanity. You don't think Urban Meyer knew trench warfare and his running game, the run fits, Kenny. They looked a little different than maybe what you saw with Harbaugh <laughs> yesterday. It uh, didn't look like, like that normal. It didn't look like Wisconsin, the way that Zeke was doing it. But holy cow, do you understand how ridiculous that is to have three straight games like that mm-hmm. against the highest of competition? This is going to be a test of your coaching, too, here. Who's your offensive line coach? Do you know his name right off the top of your I, head? This is going to be a test of your coaching. Like Luke Fickle. Luke Fickle ain't dumb. He knows, he knows mm-hmm. what gets it done. And Wisconsin, historically, Wisconsin cares about what? The offensive line. The yeah. state of Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. I saw a picture of Jim Otto. Jim Otto's from Wauseon, Wisconsin. He played at Miami. <laughs> I saw a picture of, the, of I was going to say late grade Jim Otto. Uh, he's not late yet. Um, uh, he's still with us. But Jim Otto, a Hall of Famer, to Mike Webster, to Joe Thomas. I mean, the state is, they pride themselves on offensive line. They know what's important. And they let that kid who couldn't get on the field for Wisconsin, He's gonna. he visited Ohio State. I don't yeah. know if he's going. Is he going? I I'm not sure. Seen it officially you got yet. the kid from Alabama. They couldn't snap the ball right. Everybody's making a big deal about it. All right, how are you going to develop these guys mm-hmm. to make sure they're out there? Because to me, it gives me pause and concern 
that a guy like Dewan Jones, who was good in college, was good, looked but even better in the NFL. Jump off the page, goes up against better competition, yep. but goes with a better coach, and it it feels like it's almost night and day. He I mean he was just sensational. I do worry if Brian Callahan gets that job and, and Bill Callahan goes with him, what type of Dewan Jones we get coming back from the injury. However, mm. you know that's 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 hopefully something that doesn't happen. But I, I go, what what happens there? Why is it like that? So those two offensive linemen, your offensive line coming back, what type of experience did they gain? What type of development are they getting? Because you got to develop these guys. You have to. I mean, Michigan. You're talking about three star guys. Yeah, they got some five stars too. But you got to develop those guys, or you you ain't got a prayer. You ain't gonna have a prayer against these great teams because more is expected out of Ohio State. So that's what you got. All right, is that it? Boy, that line you said earlier that should have been the walk off, and it wasn't. Say it again. I don't what, remember. What was the line? <laughs> uh, remember, I'll text it to the group. By the way, if uh, if the Ohio State job came open in real life, can I just start a new dynasty and be the head coach at Ohio State? My go for here? it. What do you say, Owen? What do you say, Owen? You say I need to grow up and stop playing bleeping video Probably. games, don't you? You're a father of three. Start, yeah. Start acting like you that. No, know when the time is. You Listen, there's some, there's some dads out there. They, they find hookers. They get on YouTube and act like yeah. super dad, and then they find hookers. And I, I play video games of NCAA football from back in the day. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.